Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorecom in which we speak with small cap executives about what's going on at their companies. With us today, I'm happy to have him back. In fact, we've had him on four or five times since the, since the beginning of October because that's how great things are going for Zen Graphene Solutions. We've got Francis Dubay, CEO of Zen Graphene Solutions, which trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol ZEN. After such a great year, it makes sense for the company and Francis to kind of do a great recap of what the company was able to accomplish, uh, talk about some specific team members and the kind of contributions they made and looking forward. Francis, welcome back to the show. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. Thanks, George. Uh, I always appreciate your time and I look forward to uh, addressing our shareholders in this year end recap. So tell us, you're gonna go through this chronologically as a recap, or you kind of got to group it in terms of, you know, specific topics or specific subheadings, what the company is up to. Uh, I'll try to do some chron in, in chronological order, but uh, I'll jump back and forth a few things to keep some uh, topics together. So right. we'll see how it goes. Well, floor is yours. Sounds great, George. Thanks again. And I uh, want to wish everybody a, a happy and Merry Christmas and happy uh, holiday season. Um, we've had a big year at Zen this year. Um, our shareholders, uh, we wanted to address you guys and let you know that um, our team is working for your heart. And I wanted to recap everything we've done this year. Um, our first news release this year uh, regarded our change of name. So we went from Zenyatta Ventures to Zen Graphene Solutions. As you know, we wanted a name that reflected uh, what we were and where we were going. And that name change was really significant. One of the items in that news release was the fact that we were looking for processes to transform our graphite into graphene. That was a priority when we started the year. And it's been a guiding priority throughout the year. Um, and we've had multiple news releases throughout the year on that. And we're pretty excited about that technology that we're developing with our partners. Uh, the first one there, and I'll jump to May on this one, we signed our agreement with the Canadian University for a process to make a few layer graphene. And we ratified that agreement uh, just a few weeks ago in a news release there. And so we're pretty excited about that one. And we're also working with Dr. Chen and his group uh, on a method uh, called electrochemical exfoliation, which is very environmentally friendly, uh, comes up with a graphene oxide product, and it's a, it's a uh, very cost-effective and environmentally friendly, as I mentioned, so we're pretty excited about that. We just received significant funding from NSERC, a CRD grant for $310,000 over the next three years to scale up that process and keep uh, improving it, optimizing it. So uh, we're well-funded on that one. And of course, we're also working with uh, UBCO and uh, they've received a grant over there of $75,000 for the production of 
uh, graphene quantum dots, which will probably be one of our first products we bring out. So that was how we started the year. We wanted to identify the processes that we were gonna use. We wanted to license them and start scaling up that process. And so we feel pretty good about our main objective this year. Um, we're gonna keep working on these uh, processes, scaling them up into 2020. And uh, we're pretty excited about where all that is going. Um, as we move through the calendar year, with the other big piece that we had following that is that we ended up with a news release talking about the industrially viable process to process graphite ore into graphite at 99.8% purity. Um, that was a big one for us. Um, we improved the um, yield of the process from 75% to 90%. And we also did it with less reagent and less energy costs. So overall, um, you know, that was work that was done in the first six, seven months of us taking over. It was a big priority for us. And um, our project manager, James Jordan there, delivered a, a stellar report for us. And we we're very happy about that. So we're getting a 90% yield on an a, on a industrially viable process. So that was a big one for us. Um, the next thing is we did complete our bulk sample. We went up there on an ice road. Uh, we built an ice road for the first time. There was a lot of challenges on the permitting side, and, uh, but we got through all that. We built the ice road. We went in there. We took out 110 tons of material. Uh, that's going to lead to about 6.6 tons of uh, graphite, which after processing uh, gave us about six tons of material. Um, and we're going to be starting to process that. So that's an 86% concentrate. And now uh, we're going to process that at our well facility into the 99.8% uh, purity graphite, which is a precursor material for all the graphene processes. So we're probably, you know, we're pretty excited about that as well. And we'll talk about the uh, well facility in a little bit. Um, the other one that I really wanted to get going this year was the environmental assessment. Um, again, we view ourselves as a nanomaterial science company, but the fact is our um, core asset, uh, our core strength is the uh, graphite deposit that we have that is completely unique that Mother Nature gave us right. uh, that gives us a, uh, an advantage in the graphene space. So we've got to be able to move that process along on the mining side and starting the environmental assessment this year was a big step. Uh, we had some great results there. We'll uh, be talking about that uh, in a news release in the next little while. And what was smart about that, Francis, sorry, is that you actually, uh, you, you started that now so that you could start, so you could have all these things happen concurrently rather than waiting to do it sequentially and just, and just lengthening the process. So I thought that was a really smart move. Uh, despite the fact that it provided extra workload onto your team, uh, it was, I thought that was a really smart move. Yeah, thank you, George. Uh, you know, this project uh, was first discovered in 2011, and we definitely want to keep everything moving as fast as we can. So having the uh, permitting side move along, as well as the development side with the graphene was critical for us. So, um, yes, that's why we did that. Uh, so next year, we'll be jumping up into the second year of that. We uh, just raised the funds for that. We'll have a news release 
Uh, we just announced a million dollar financing last week, and that's going very well, and we expect to close that next week. So that'll give us the funds to uh, complete the second year of that environmental assessment. And because graphite is under provincial jurisdiction, it's only a two-year environmental study, not a three-year uh, as it is for federal programs. So that's all exciting. Um, one of the stars of our team uh, has been the work done at uh, UBCO, the University of British Columbia in Okanagan. Um, they've done tremendous work for us. Um, they're leading the charge on the graphene quantum dot production. We've had some excellent results there. I think they're up to six different colors that they're producing. Um, that market uh, for graphene quantum dots is just exploding, George. Um, the numbers. Francis, can I ask a question there for people at home who may be new to the company who've come on over the last couple of months? Can you give us a 30 second layman's overview of what quantum dots is, what that is specifically, and why you guys are so excited about that? Absolutely, George. So, graphene quantum dots are basically molecules that act like atoms. They're so small, they have something called quantum confinement. And these things right now on the research side sell from anywhere from $4,000 up to $20,000 a gram, depending on how, you know, what size wow. you're ordering and the quality that you're looking at. Um, so these products are very high end. Um, they're, the market there is exploding. Uh, in 2016, we were looking at $611 million worth of products worldwide. They're talking about $3 billion in 2021 and $30 billion by 2030. So it's an absolutely explosive market. The margins are terrific. And it's one of the reasons why we're really uh, going after that market. To give you an idea of one of the leading edge uh, technologies there is actually in televisions. Uh, some of the best televisions now come to market use quantum dot technology. So you can imagine that television market, how big that is. Everybody wants a, a new 80 inch for Christmas. So um, we're pretty excited about those markets and our work there with UBCO. Um, but that's not all UBCO uh, have done for us. Uh, of course, we had terrific battery results with them and our partners there at DLR, the German Aerospace Center. Um, we've had some really good results using um, some recycled tire material uh, from Cal Tire and DLR is our partner there uh, originally, that was back in March, but then later on in the year, uh, we used an aerogel material that was proprietary to DLR, and we added our graphene to it and had uh, stellar results. Um, those results are actually gonna be presented at the battery show in Germany um, in January, and our own Colin Vanderker uh, will be actually in Germany to help present that poster. And uh, we've got a few meetings with a couple of different companies uh, in Germany while we're there. We're having more interactions in Germany. So we're pretty uh, excited about uh, some of the German connections that we're making. And um, so again, that's, that was through UBCO. Uh, they right. provided an introduction to DLR originally. So uh, again, we're very excited by that. Um, the other one that we've been working on for a while is our work in the aluminum field. So aluminum and graphene go well hand in hand as well. When you put graphene into the aluminum, it makes it more electrically and uh, thermally conductive. It helps do the grain refinement that usually you use titanium compounds for. And uh, now we can use graphene to do those things, but we don't get the drawback that titanium does in terms of reducing uh, 
the electrical and thermal conductivity. So we have an industrial partner there. Um, they have agreed to work with us to improve and use graphene in uh, this aluminum product. So to that end, we uh, applied together with this industrial partner and we applied for an alliance grant through NSERC and we've received confirmation last week that we were approved for that. So in this scenario, uh, we're going to contribute 37500 The industrial partner is going to contribute the same amount and we've received $150,000 uh, from NSERC and that is a three-year program. So technically, this is a $450,000 uh, grant from NSERC. And from our perspective, for every dollar we put in, we're getting $5 extra and uh, to contribute to this research. So the aluminum market, as we all know, is a big you know, international market. And we've been getting some excellent results. It's to the point that this industrial partner of ours, which is a global aluminum company is interested in uh, pursuing this research. So we're pretty excited about this. So that again, sounds exciting, Francis. That sounds really exciting. Thank you. And again, that's all through work at UBCO. Um, so, you know, we can't say enough about UBCO and what they meant to us as a company. Uh, moving forward, we did receive a million dollar grant last year as well. Um, that was a million dollars for graphene research and concrete research and we received that's a reimbursable grant we've received four hundred thousand dollars of it almost so far and we keep um, submitting our expenses that relate to those and we keep getting refunds as we go along and it's a two-year grant so we have two years to keep collecting that so that's sort of money in the bank and we're pretty happy to be recognized with that grant um, the other big thing is our new facility in guelph um, that facility uh, for us is a key. Uh, we're nine minutes away from the University of Guelph, which is a great research partner for us. Dr. Chen there has been doing great work on that ECE process. Um, and we wanted to be able to have our own space to start uh, A, processing the 86% graphite uh, into, uh, uh, into a 99.8% graphite product. And we had some uh, items there that were long lead orders, but uh, I'm happy to report to our shareholders that um, those items actually hit the border this week. Uh, we'll be getting them uh, across the border uh, in the next few days, and then they'll be uh, available for our facility uh, by the end of next week. So, uh, of course, and we have the Christmas break. So we expect uh, once we hit January to ramp up our activities there. Uh, now that the equipment is in, so um, that's pretty exciting. We'll have a, an open house at, during the first quarter at some point, but we'll invite some of the local politicians, some of our research team, uh, investors uh, that want to join us are welcomed, and we'll have more details of that uh, when they're available. Uh, we'll be there. That'll be awesome, George. Happy to have you join us there. Um, so... We've done a lot of things in this year. Uh, couldn't be happier with the team. Everybody's performed, you know, fantastic for us. Uh, but we're really positioned uh, fantastically for 2020. Um, the work we've done in 2019 has really positioned us well. And now we actually move forward um, and actually are able to bring product to market. Uh, we're going to have a, uh, a new web store uh, that's on the Shopify platform that should launch in Q1. 
and um, we're happy to finally bring some of our products that we've talked about for, at length to market uh, and start um, getting some revenue, but also starting to build some relationships uh, with people around the world um, that are in the graphene space that want to work with us. So we're pretty excited about that uh, for next year. Um, and I, I want to ask you a question. At the beginning of the year, you, uh, uh, you were talking about specific verticals, application in five specific verticals. Has that, has that focus perhaps now narrowed further because you're starting to see you know, where the product's developing, where the partnerships are really, are really playing out? Or are you expanding your verticals? And uh, either, in either scenario, what are your top three or four verticals that you think you guys are going to be able to attack uh, the best and first? Great question, George. Um, our main priority right now is really to come up with industrial processes to produce graphene, graphene oxide, reduce graphene oxide, and graphene quantum dots. So that's our main focus right now, and we're really focused on bringing those products to market uh, with industrial capabilities. So that's our first and most important priority. Once we have that, and, and we've been working on the verticals uh, in parallel here, but that's really our, our key focus right now. But we are, you know, working on uh, these verticals. Uh, you've heard me talk about the aluminum, the batteries. Um, we did receive a $30,000 uh, grant uh, through my tax to work on a uh, polymer called uh, polyurethane. And... There's, that's the first one, but the amount of uh, opportunities in the polymer industry is absolutely massive. So uh, you're gonna see a lot more work going on for us in the polymer market. Um, the automotive industry is looking at this market. They're wanting to work with it. Uh, of course, Ford led the charge there, but uh, we're working with other companies in the automotive space um, that are very excited about the opportunities that graphene brings to the polymer market making polymers lighter, stronger, more heat tolerant, more sound absorbent. Um, these are all qualities that are exciting to car manufacturers. And the fact that you can get improvements, significant improvements in those four criterias with very low loading, um, you know, creates a great business case for us and for them as well. So that's gonna be one of our key markets. We're also looking at desalination membranes as well. Uh, we've got some excellent work going on there. Okay talk too much about that yet, but we were, uh, we're pretty keen on that market as well. So, and concrete, of course, is still a massive market. The margins are maybe not as rich as some of these other markets, um, but these are all excellent markets for us. Yep. Uh, but again, our main thing is really to get uh, industrial processes in place to manufacture graphene. Uh, that's our first and foremost right now. And uh, as we are successful there, uh, we'll push on the innovation side uh, on these other verticals. And for everyone at home, I'd just like to add, you know, there's a lot going on there, a lot that France talked about. And if you're new to the company, you might think, well, that sounds like a whole lot. I, I, how realistic can all this be? I think the great third-party indicator here is the number of grants that you guys have received for different applications. That's a third-party, you know, to me, that's third-party validation that you're actually making real progress enough that you know uh, either in private companies or in industries federal governments we know in, in germany uh for the aerogel battery tests you know you uh you guys uh, applied for federal grants there as well 
So that, Francis, tells me a lot. I just want to tell everyone at home, that does a lot that you guys aren't just talking a big game, but, you know, other people are recognizing this. Looking forward to 2020, um, do you have any sense for when potentially you might have your first revenues? And not necessarily that's the highest priority, but do you sense a potential 2020 is going to see uh, your first revenues come in? Yeah, George. Uh, first of all, I'll address some of your comments there. Yeah, we've received a lot of grants lately. I said we've had the million dollar grant. We've had a $30,000 grant. We've had a $75,000 grant, $310,000 and $450,000 just recently. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So, so if we're successful as a company, we're going to have an impact on a lot of industries and we can help a lot of other Canadian companies be better able to compete globally. So when you talk to government agencies, and we talk to all of them, um, that is something that's not lost on them, and there's a level of excitement uh, in there, and I think we're going to still see more grants in the future and more support from government as we move forward here as a company. So um, that's a big endorsement for us, but I think the government realizes the impact that we could have uh, if we are successful as a company. You've had a fantastic year. Uh, but are there any, any challenges, any weaknesses, any, anything that, that, uh, you know, keeps you up at night uh, that didn't go as planned, which would be normal, but it behooves me to at least ask that. So we don't, uh, because people at home might be wondering, okay, did everything go perfectly or were there any stumbles along the way where things didn't work out as planned? George, honestly, everything's been great. Um, sometimes as a CEO, you'd like things to go faster and push harder. And we always push our guys harder. But, you know, the science community, there's a certain rhythm there. And, and you can only work with that rhythm. Um, you could get it to work faster, but it costs more money. So we're dancing a little bit on, you know, trying not to dilute the company more than we have to. Um, and trying to make the science move as quickly as we can. So, but other than that, no, it's been stellar. Um, we have a small team that's, everyone's bringing something different to the team. Uh, we've got a great board of directors. We've got, you know, uh, Peter Wood and James Jordan on the management side that are terrific. Um, Colin on the uh, research side, working with the universities and even on the business side, he's been very helpful. Uh, Monique's been our outreach coordinator, so she's been working with a lot of these government groups that we're talking about, uh, that we are getting successful responses and attention from government. So um, I couldn't be more proud of the team. It's been great working with them. Uh, it's a family right now, and we're really excited for what 2020 is going to bring. You know, it's, the, it's a week or so. It's the second last weekend before Christmas, before the holidays for everybody. And uh, I think you provided everyone, all shareholders, especially the shareholders been loyal and stayed with the company for the last two or three years. And as it transitioned into, you know, your reign as CEO, co-CEO, and now CEO of the company, uh, I think you provided everyone with a you know, fantastic year-end update here and a lot to look forward to. We really thank you for joining us and, and taking the time to talk to everybody uh, during this time during this time of the year. Thanks, George. I always uh, appreciate your time and uh, it's always great to communicate with our shareholders. Uh, I want to wish everyone a great Christmas season. Uh, be safe. Enjoy yourselves. Unplug a little bit and uh, we'll see you in 2020. As a programming note, we love the fact that all of you are tuning in to watch these videos. But if you don't have time to watch videos, you can always listen to these via podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and other great podcasts. But thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. 
Make sure you tell all your friends and can't wait to see what Zen does in 2020. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Have a great day. Talk to you next time.